huge part of that has, I'm not just saying this because I'm on live, but um, has been the Pledges Ministry. Um, so find things like this that make you a better person. Find things like this that make you want to be a better person. That's a huge part of it. You want to understand the Shabbat things that you want to thank God for. Um, I said hunger. Thank you for the hunger to want you more. Thank you for the hunger to want to become a better person and want to um, grow in my faith because sometimes I think that's the hardest part. Um, so I guess like my prayer for you guys is that um, you can find those things and find people as it makes you want to become a better person and grow closer to God. And no matter what, don't ever let them go. Don't ever sit at home and watch Netflix and try to build your life because it's not going to do anything. Um, but just, I just, I just that's my prayer for you guys. Like the hunger to never let go of anything that makes you want to be a better person or anyone that makes you want to be a better person. Because those are the people that are going to be in your life forever. And those are the people that are really going to have an impact. So. family, like my immediate family, 
and my brother, who's seven years older than me, um, he, I was, I always, like, I don't know, she, I am on Facebook, but I'm always like, oh, look at all the weird Facebook, and I read them all, but, like, I frequently post about, like, what's going on in my life and just, like, what God is doing, and um, yesterday on a post, um, who, we don't really talk about religion often, it doesn't happen, but um, he just got engaged and used some of the, like, some of the money that he threw in, he had to, like, put on a credit card or whatever, but immediately he, like, sold something and got the money back, and he was like, it was just a really cool way of, like, God showing me that, like, he's in this, and this is the right decision for me, and I was like, oh, like, that sounds like something that I would say, <laughs> and so you don't know the impact that you're having on people, but I want you to, like, keep knowing, like, know that you do have an impact on people, and, like, you have a huge influence on the people around you, so keep that in mind, and then another thing is, um, all through my life, I struggled with, um, body image issues, and just self-love, and I want you to think right now, take a second, and think about the people who are most important to you in your life. So now I want you to think about what they look like, and does that have an impact on them? <laughs> so keep that in mind, because it's not, I guarantee you, it's not just because of their heart, and it's because of the heart that God gave them. Yeah. Hey guys, um, I'm Carson. And so, when I was thinking about this, I just, okay, my first advice for school is just be passionate. Just be passionate about whatever you do. Please. I know we're worried about a lot about like majors and what division is going to go in and things like that. And, and, and to be honest, if what matters is just that you're passionate for whatever you're doing. So that's the first like advice that I want to say. And another thing is that a lot of people think that college is like, oh, I have to do everything, enjoy everything, this period of my life is never going to go back, come back. But it's not. It's a time where you learn a lot, but it's not the end of your life. Mm -hmm. It's a beginning. It's a beginning of some sort for you after college and just like going forward to whatever you're gonna do in life. And that ties a little bit into what I to what I wanna talk about. It's just like with this and with college and with what we've learned here in our life, with with what God has put in our hearts, one thing that has affected me a lot is the fact that this is not just a season. This is not just a season in your life, but it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle that you can carry from whatever you go if you're a freshman this year, or if you're, if you're a senior, if you're a center, if you're not a college, it doesn't matter. This goes with you, and God lives inside of you, and he's going to go with you wherever you go. Just like a time, a short thing for me is I'm from Brazil originally, and so for, for my college, now I'm graduating from, from grad school. And just my college to grad school has been like a year in each place, pretty much. Brazil here, Brazil. And I've always thought that like, oh, I cannot, I cannot can I have an impact in, in anyone? I'm not going to do anything in church because I'm just going to be there for like a year. And so whenever I start something, then I'm going to have to leave again. So why bother in a way? But God has shown me otherwise. Like if I hadn't joined Alive and been here for this year, I wouldn't have grown as much as I have this year. Just by being able to be with family and see you guys and seeing people grow and grow myself. 
I wouldn't have uh, gotten here. And so I just want to encourage you in that. Those in along, like if you're a transplant or if you're just standing here, come to someone out of the and we bring people there. Just be encouraged that God has a family for you wherever you go, and you can impact people and be impacted by them as well. So that's what I want to say. Just one more thing is there, uh, there is grace. There is grace from God in our lives. So that's something I've learned a lot too. So like in college, sometimes if you do something that you don't think was the best decision that you could take, or just in life in general, there's always grace. And if you don't think you've taken the best decision, be encouraged that God can change your vision in that situation and change that situation for the better. Because He is good and He is in our hearts. So even if you don't think it's the best decision, God can still change the situation. And by that, continue to teach you and you can continue to grow and learn more from Him. So just encourage you guys in that, in that season, just trust God and, and know that there is grace from Him. Amen.
And that goes so far into uh, them not feeling alone, not, you know, the devil works so often in those times of where you feel isolated um, and lonely. And if you just yeah, are willing to be vulnerable, um, it's just really, really powerful. And so, yeah, that has been my, my big advice is even if you don't click with people, choose the people um, and let them know you. Give yourself too. Um, like I think for me, I'm really hard on myself. That's kind of like my personality. And I think if there was one thing that I wouldn't want somebody to tell me, like as a freshman or sophomore or whatever, or freshman, it's like it's okay. You know, forgive. Learn how to forgive yourself. You know, like God has, God does. Um, give yourself that that same um, that same you know privilege. 
and also to um, really, uh, really appreciate this time. Like college is a really, um, if you think about it, it's really weird. Actually, <laughs> I mean, it's really weird, especially like in America. Like a lot of other places in the in the world, they don't leave their home and like move away an hour to attend school. A lot of places, like they go like to their like local university or whatever, right? So like we literally like pick ourselves up and move away to this church with like a bunch of like thousands of people, right? It's like really weird. Like, I don't think we really think about that sometimes. Um, but enjoy that, enjoy the unique experience that is college. So being a part of, you know, obviously um, a, a faith, you know, like a faith community, like this, that's number one, like do it for our dance and someone we can grow spiritually because from that place, everything else will come and you will see uh, just the kind of growth that will take place in other areas of your life just from uh, being rooted in like uh, in a faith community. Um, but also enjoy the people, enjoy the difference that's around you. Um, you go to, uh, well, I mean, yeah, even if you're in Tyson, like, or wherever, like, there's so many kinds of uh, different people from different backgrounds. Really take that in and enjoy that. Um, we, we people don't be afraid to talk to people different than you. And um, like, oh, I can answer you quickly. It's um, Ecclesiastes 12.1. And it says, this is the NLT, don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator. Honor him in your youth before you grow old and say life is not pleasant anymore. So again, um, Tim tells you to say like, you know, take Seeking the Lord in your youth, like seriously, that's another like precious gift that we have. We don't move around, don't have children, don't have spouses. Really um, take that time to like get away with the Lord. I remember like I would get out of class like my sophomore year, and the first thing that I would do, and I was not good homework. <laughs> I would literally leave class and like just go to my my room in Scott Hall, um, and just like just be with the Lord and like worship. verse that really stuck with me was from 1 Thessalonians, like, 
um, resort to often quite continually because NLS always like lends like so much more. Um, just like little things, like this is such a wicked world, but just rejoicing over little things like that God puts in your life every day. Um, and then praying continually. I, it's like, I've seen so many times where prayer just works, um, and it's often like a quick example. Um, I'm, I was struggling like what I was gonna do after college because I just graduated last weekend. And in my thoughts, I'm going to workforce, go to grad school, whatever. And um, I got offered, you know, a pro-life position, like curricula, whatever. And I was like, no, like I feel like God will just be able to take this for me. And so with his help, I turned the offer down. It was, you know, it was a hard decision. I was like, no, like I trust in him. He has a greater, bigger deal for me. And um, so like I had told my mom about it. She knew I was stressed. My mom told me about it. Literally the next day, I get a call from a school I applied for in Texas, and uh, they offered me a phone, a GA position, and a place to come on in. So it's like, my mom, I told my mom, like, crying and stuff, and she's like, God, like, I told, or I asked you, um, you know, for her to be secure, but I didn't take questions. So <laughs> but no, like, just, like, a great example of how prayer works, and um, just, like, I don't know, it's just, it just works so much in life. So advice for you guys, just keep praying, keep rejoicing over the little things, and um, God is, God is so good.
just want to take a moment and um, you know guys uh, when I, I kind of have told the story often but when I got hired uh, they said oh yeah by the way we didn't tell you that we want you to restart the whole college ministry uh, with my, my faith you know my draw drop and I was like okay <laughs> and uh, you know I didn't have any leaders I didn't uh, had a team and um, the Lord just provided and these five seniors were a part of that being my intern, and uh, this ministry wouldn't be what it is today with, without them and without about 20 other people. And there's a, there's a lot, you know, if you're first time here, this isn't our normal setting for a live, but uh, there's a lot that goes into it behind the scenes, a lot of prayer, small groups, and, and really, for all of us, it's kind of been like almost planting a church. Um, and so we just wanted to, to spend a couple moments really honoring them. So the thing I felt like God has put on my heart is, for those of you who may not be familiar with Saturday Night Live, 
And the thing that a lot of people always say about SNL is the people in those first five seasons are the foundation of the show. They're what made the show what it is today. So anytime anyone who's affiliated with the show always goes back to that. There have been all-time greats that came after those first few seasons, but it always goes back to the show wouldn't be what it is today without the people who were there at the beginning. And I really felt like God was putting that on my heart for this entire ministry. Everyone who's been here this year, whether you came last week or the first week in August, but in particular our seniors and the leadership you've provided in ways you don't even realize maybe right now. Um, God's really steered the ministry through that. And hopefully years to come when the ministry's grown and it's morphed into something that looks different than what it is now, people look back and say the ministry wouldn't be what it is today without so God put that in my heart, and we also had something we wanted to bless the seniors with. So we um, had, with the help of some of our lovely Joshua's group ladies, um, Elizabeth and Abby Ann, we came together with some group pictures and um, some cards just to encourage and bless our senior leaders, so we wanted to share those with you now.
na vícia Sustain this moment of worship. And you give us a little bit of it. We just sing this over them. We just sing this over them as a prayer. Thank you, Father, that the good book from the word of the Lord says 
that the Lord can do immeasurably more than you can ever imagine or ask by the power of his living and Holy Spirit that is alive within you. And God, I thank you that you have good plans for us, not plans to harm us, but plans to give us hope for a future. And I thank you that greater is he that lives in you than the one that lives in this world. And I thank you that you've said yes to say, Lord, wherever you go, I'm going to go. And his promise is that I'm never going to leave you as an orphan. But wherever you go, Tarsus, wherever you go, Allie, wherever you go, Jeremy, I'm going to go with you. Because I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. And when the storms come and the night rages, he says, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. And he says, when you need a friend, surely, there I am, two of you are gathered. And a cord, a three-cord strand is not easily broken. So God, we anoint our brothers and our sisters. And we say, thank you that they are alive for such a time as this, God. And I thank you that this is not the end of the story, but it's just the end of a chapter. And a new and greater and bigger chapter is on its way. I thank you that their story is never over because your story is never over. So Holy Spirit, right now, as a family, we commission and we send them out. And we say and remind you, what are you going to do with your one precious life that's been given to you? For this world needs you. This world needs a love and a hope and it needs to be reminded People need to be reminded that they are alive for a reason. So as your pastor and your friend, as your brother, I say you are ready. I say you are ready. And I say and we say that we believe in you, and most of all, we believe in the one that lives within you. For we have smelled his fragrance, we have heard his voice, we have seen his eyes, and we've experienced his love through your life. And we go from glory to glory, forever being changed by your love. So I say, church and family, you're ready. And when you're weak, you're strong. And when you go, you go. And you are never, ever alone. And when those days come and you're down, know that you always have a family, that's a group of, a bunch of crazy college students, and 30-year-old pastors, <laughs> that's going after it on Tuesday nights, and that you are always, always welcome back. That we're only a phone call away, or a Skype call away, and that you are friends and family, that when you can't believe, will look in your eyes and be encouraged. So we say we love you, we believe in you.
Thank you. 